every joint. Come on. Every joint. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented on Behind the Book podcast are for general information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional or betting advice. The Behind the Book podcast does not reflect the views of Ameristar Casino Resort Spa Blackhawk or Penn National Gaming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Behind the Book podcast. We are going to be doing a special Players Championship edition featuring our resident golf expert, Ethan Frew. Um, Gilbert and Colin couldn't be here today, so Ethan will be sitting in, giving his picks, talking to Kevin about previous bets, all that good stuff. Um, but first, before we can start talking about golf, big, big things happened in the NFL world yesterday. Huge news. Russell Wilson is coming to the Denver Broncos. Wow. Wow. I mean, it was all Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers in Denver, and then poof. Yeah. It's Russell Wilson. And then we got someone even better. Hey, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I mean, he is from Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, at least we don't have to deal with the drama portion of Aaron Rodgers telling him he's pretty every day so he can keep believing it. Um, but, yeah, so let's go ahead and start. To- well, first of all, we need to touch on some of your picks, Ethan, from yes. previous weeks. Yes, thank you for bringing Kevin this is, up. Kevin's sitting here waiting. Just Kevin, waiting. do you have something you want to say first before I get into it? Ethan, I have plenty to say. I mean, a resident golf expert. Wow. After those picks a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I whew, I don't know about that. Maybe lawn golf, you know? Lawn. I mean, there was one golf pick, two basketball picks. Did not claim to be a basketball <laughs> expert by any means, any means at all. But, yeah, I mean, did I expect the hometown hero, Daniel Berger, who let, led for three days to collapse with a nine-stroke difference? No, I did not. So that was that was, that was tough for me. Well, I mean, maybe this is going to be the Ethan curse, so watch out whoever you pick this week. Um, Let's bet against them on the final round. So are you willing to go head-to-head, like small little wager, friendly wager of, you know, something just... Well, you know, I'm really afraid of betting head-to-head, so yes, I am willing to do that. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I also wanted to address some of the comments from Mr. Guarantee himself, who cannot be with us today, unfortunately. (laughs) So first, I wanted to thank him. I knew that I made a lasting impact on Gilbert, but would I ever have thought that I'd be his main talking point for the entirety of a 20-minute show? No. So Gilbert, thank you. (laughs) And secondly, I want to give a congratulations to Gilbert. I looked at his record from the last two weeks. This guy has been on an absolute heater. Two for six his last two weeks. It's been incredible (laughs) to watch. Everyone... Just back the Brings truck up. Like Gilbert likes to say, you got to keep following him. Two for six. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Just bringing it hard to him when he's not here to defend himself. Well, absolutely. I, I wanted him to be here. wanted to tell it to his face, but he'll have to hear it tonight. I'm sure Gilbert will be ready to have something to say on Friday when we're back with our regular scheduled podcast and also be looking forward to confessing his love for russell wilson so to be fair to gilbert i will say it it really doesn't matter too much about your uh, two and six record when you're hitting those first baskets i gotta say that that has been fun (laughs) to watch so shout out to gilbert for that well i mean he does get one of those what every six weeks so he probably gets right back to positive and then yeah right back in the dumpster fire again he has two in the last week i think i think so. so the the jeff jeff green one was big well, I mean, when you bet seven a night, you're probably going to hit two a week. 
So let's start talking a little bit about the Players' Championship, what this episode is about. Yeah. Um, it's a big tournament on the PGA Tour, right? So would, it is. should it be considered a fifth major? What is everyone's opinion? You know, I think that it's a fair conversation to have. There's a lot of history, a lot of prestige that comes with this tournament. It's probably the biggest field for the PGA Tour every year, excluding the majors. So it definitely has the value in it. And it's also something that I think everyone should mark on the calendar as a golf fan because there's a lot of drama, especially towards the end. Pete Dye designed this golf course. It's a risk-reward finish, and it's always really exciting. It's got the super famous 17th Island Green Par 3, 132 yards. Not a very long golf hole, but every single year you see somebody make a double-digit number, so it's always fun to watch that. Well, I mean – does it need to be a fifth major? Yeah, it's probably the fifth best tournament on tour every year, but yeah. why does it have to be a major? I mean, it's you, you have those classic, the, the Open Championship and the PGA now. I mean, I don't know that it needs to be a major. It's, it's important in the tour stop, but I don't think that it needs to be the fifth major. I agree. I agree, too. So, speaking of excuses, what do you think is going to be going on with the weather this weekend, Ethan? So, once again, this Florida swing for these guys on the tour has been crazy. Even last week at the Arnold Palmer, the the weather was really bad. But, yeah, so forecasted three out of the four days, 90% chance of rain or higher. On Saturday, you can expect 53 degrees and 23-mile-per-hour wind, which is quite high. So it's going to be tough out there. We need to get him some, like, dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. Music for his weather reports. <laughs> it's important. It's important. There's not a lot of other sports where the weather plays such a factor. So I mean, I, I've seen a course in Florida get played in the rain by a priest in Caddyshack, and he did pretty well. Until the end. <laughs> that was Hollywood magic, Kevin. It was still in Florida. So let's talk a little bit more about the 17th hole. Yeah. Probably most iconic par three on the PGA Tour because it's surrounded by water. Um, what would your score be on the 17th hole? What oh, man. So I think that if the first one doesn't make the green, it's double-digit numbers for sure. There's no So the problem with this hole is that if you hit it in the water on your tee shot, you still have to hit it over, your water from, over the water at the drop zone. It's about a 90-yard pitch shot, which for a lot of players is honestly harder than the 132 yards. You have to kind of hit a little 70% pitch shot with a kind of a weird club. It's, it's never an easy distance for those guys. I'm definitely taking a 12. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I feel like Ethan would, would go 10 cup straight up, every ball in the bag in the cup, <laughs> right in the water. I 100% would. This Never is the hole up. that you play your worst ball on that you found on the side of the... <laughs> yes. Yes. There's So there's actually um, a tree that's probably about 15 to 20 yards right of the island green that seems absolutely impossible to hit. But last year, there was a player on tour who clicked it off of the tree because he hit it so far right, which again, it's not... A difficult hole if you take away the water it's a big green it's 130 yards it should be really simple but it's such a mentally difficult hole oh, yeah i just aim for the fans <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be right back after this break are you looking to book your next rocky mountain getaway Enjoy the best views in Blackhawk from our all-season rooftop pool. Relax at our luxurious Ara Spa and dine in our Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse, Timberline Grill, only at Ameristar Casino Resort Spa Blackhawk. 
For a limited time, book now using the link in this podcast description and stay before May 31st to get $10 my cash. And welcome back. So now we're going to go into our picks for our special edition Players Championship episode. Um, Ethan's easy. Yeah, so starting off, this seems like an easy pick because he's been so electric this year. Colin Morikawa for a top 20 finish at minus 120. There are a couple reasons why I really like him this week. First, this season he's had five top seven finishes in a row, in, the, in a row, and he's ranked world number two currently. Also, this golf course is specifically designed for extremely good iron players. Colin Morikawa is arguably the best young iron player on tour right now. In shots gained approach at the green, he is ranked number fourth, and he also just lives for the big moments. A lot of people say he's got a little tiger in him. He's a cold-blooded killer, so I really like him for a top 20 finish this week. That's number one. Number two, this is a little little off-kilter for me, Joaquin Neiman for top South American player at plus 115. He just won the Genesis Invitational a few weeks ago, ranked number six in the world, 23 years old. He won wire-to-wire as well, which is something that very rarely happens on tour. So I really like him for top South American player. And then third, and this is a pick that I think – other people might have as well. John Rahm at top 20 at minus 120. Look, what can you say about John Rahm except he has just been amazing the last two years. He's the number one player in the world. His game travels better than anyone. He can win anywhere, any conditions. Second shots gain approach to the green, so also a good iron player. He's due for a big finish. He's coming off a top 20 last week, and the weather will be dicey, like I said. So I like him and his short backswing to play well in the dicey conditions. All right, Kramer's calls. So I actually like a lot of the same picks you do. I mm. think John Rahm is due, as you said. Absolutely. So I'm taking John Rahm, also top 20 finish at minus 120. Colin Morikawa, top 20 finish, also at minus 120. And then I got a pick that I think Gilbert would have loved if he was here. <laughs> I'm taking Colin Morikawa, anytime hole-in-one, so I can get some positive units, wow. as Gilbert would say, at plus seven thousand wow so don't ever call me strategic gilbert okay love it cashing with kevin what do you got well i mean for a so-called golf expert over there not being uh not picking anybody to win the tournament hamburger scared you away from uh going all in with somebody though i actually wanted to save that little bonus bet to the end so i'll I'll let you finish and then we can discuss winners okay well i mean if everybody's taking a long shot in this tournament uh billy horschel Plus 5,500 to win the tournament. Strong showing last week. Had a chance to uh, tie on the 18th green. Missed a putt, but had a solid tournament last week. Is going strong. Um, He is my dark horse to win. Like I said, plus 5,500. Other than that, I actually like Marikawa to win the tournament. He's at plus 1,400 right now. Um, if you can get him at that plus 14, plus 12, somewhere in that plus thousand range, I would jump all over him. Um, as Ethan said, strong iron game, um, definitely a up and coming, even though he's been on the tour for five years now, uh, player, two majors under his belt already. So he's used to the pressure. And my last pick, uh, top 10 finish for Victor Hovland. 
Okay. Uh, Hovland has been strong. He was kind of back and forth last week in the tournament, but I, I think he is a big tournament player. He is the exact opposite of Tony Finau to me. <laughs> Finau is a Thursday, Friday player that falls apart Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Hovland um, will probably stay mid-pack opening day or two and then kind of come on strong at the end. But I like him for a top 10 at plus 225. I really like Victor Hovland. That's a good pick. He has the ability to go very, very low. Like you said, he can be a bit sporadic, but he has the ability to shoot 61 and then 74 the next day. So. Yeah, and then Colin Morikawa, man, he is so good. In the big moments, he he always shines. So I love Colin Morikawa this week. And then, yeah, so I did want to include at the end my bonus bet. I am taking Hideki Matsuyama as the winner of the tournament at plus 3,100. He is another cold-blooded killer. He's won two tournaments this season. He won the Masters last year, and he's not missed a cut this year. Another guy whose game travels really well. And I think that that Masters win really propped him up to give him the um, positive energy he needs to win another big tournament. So I like Hideki this week as well. Yeah, Ethan's easies. So we're, if, if we're going to go all bonus bet here, John Rahm, first-round leader, plus 700. Wow. All right, that's an even four bets, so we'll see what happens. Should be a good tournament. Are we going head-to-head on something here? I mean, I mean, we could pick a matchup. You really like Victor Hovland. I could figure out someone to put up against him, maybe a Joaquin Neiman, another couple young guys, 22, 23-year-olds. See who does better for the tournament. Uh, I'm in. Okay. All right. We'll have to get some action. Well, there it is. Loser has to win a sh- wear a shirt where- saying that the other person is better, better than them. This is great. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to join us Friday for our regular episode of the pod. Gilbert will be confessing his love for Russell Wilson, and we'll probably get into conference championships, some NCAA basketball a little bit.